Honestly, I don't even want to talk about this episode. I just want to talk about Black Panther for like the next two hours. Like, there's so much to unravel. Wakanda forever. You have, because I had, I had, um, I had two white guys in the Shikis in uh, my theater. Ooh, I did not get any of that. Yeah, no, we got that. And everyone literally looked at me. It was like, uh, and I was like, look, they had, they had black girlfriends, to be fair. Um, and I was like, you know what? They got co-signed by someone. I am not so, uh, you You know know what? That is true. Like when someone else gets a co-sign, I do. It's almost like, uh, like if the mom says that the kid can do something and the dad says you can't, like, you don't want to disrespect the other partner. Yeah, exactly. It's that same mindset where it's like, all right, well, if someone gave you the cosign i'll honor that until you give me a reason not yeah to. yeah yeah you honor the cosign <laughs> you honor i love the- that just like we understand what the yeah. cosign is yeah. has- <laughs> you honor the cosign and then like you said if they give you reason to challenge it then you have a problem with two people now because <laughs> almost- well, i also feel like the cosign like <laughs> like there is colorism to the cosign like the darker you are yes. the more your cosign yes. means yes you're right <laughs> sterling brown has a stronger cosign than drake oh absolutely like i feel like drake is just raf of lua wayne's cosign like i feel like that's what's been happening <laughs> you're not wrong he's just on wayne's <laughs> i like because wayne's got cosign when you cosign that responsibility comes back to you because what's the first sentence that someone says after uh something like a little while oh my my black friend said this was okay no no, no. that's what say but the first thing that the other black person says is come get your boy <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's always like a, get your boy hey, you you co-sign on this you gotta go <laughs> and you gotta deal with that look to of just like man like yeah. like you waste like this is what you do with your co-sign <laughs> <laughs> you wasting your co-sign oh gosh yeah yo i have to admit i'm a little bit more stingy with my co-sign now <laughs> oh for sure yeah yeah well i just feel like you gotta be it's hard to give away a cosign in the trump america it's oh just... yeah no you know what i will say that like i mean this i was talking about like before the trump era but now yeah you, you can get into fights over your cosign <laughs> and like the cosign means something now because what a time to be able to be black and alive like we're oh having a renaissance God, right now another i know all right are you ready to do this yeah yeah yeah. let's let's get into this dumbass episode <laughs> What up, bros? And welcome to Bruh Meets World. When it's Bruh Meets World. Just so y'all know, that was his second time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Siege. And I'm TC. All right, TC. Takala. (laughs) Takala. You know what? That's going to be my new nickname now. Everyone call me Takala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, man. Just such a such for the record, guys. We don't care about this episode at all. Oh no, we not would really. Rather talk about Black Panther the entire time. Yes. We're just going to do this to fill out the episode. The only to. reason why I'm not going to talk about Black Panther is because by the time this comes out, people may not have seen it, and I don't want to spoil it. Because if anyone would have spoiled it for me, I would have been really, really pissed. But that being said, you could take the time that you were going to spend watching this episode. Don't do and it. Go, go watch, watch Black, Panther. Black Panther. Watch it again. The second. Third time whatever <laughs> oh dude i'm definitely seeing this more than once oh absolutely like, like this was like the while i was watching it i was like yo i'm seeing this again in imax like, exactly I have to. yo and i got that that movie pass too yo son is that <laughs> worth it dude it's so worth it 
It really yeah, is. I think I need to get it. It's only $10 a month, you said, right? It's $10 a month, and you can go... Like, I've gone to, like, crazy movies. I, you can go once a day if you want to. I mean, you never do. I haven't gone at all this month, uh, other than to see Black Panther, and I pay you full price, because that's what you do for your community. Yes, because that's right. That's right. <laughs> you invest. Exactly. But, um, no, it's totally worth it. I have... Yeah. Two movie dates uh, this weekend, and I am using that movie pass. Uh oh! All right, damn, yo, you sold me on that. You yeah. sold me on that real fast, definitely. <laughs> and like, I've already paid full price, so I don't mind going back and using the card when I go see Black Panther this time. Yeah, Y'all got I it. mean, I'll 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 pay for it again. I believe in the movement. Yeah. Did you see um? <laughs> did you see that meme that was like um? Cinemark is now uh, requiring people to not bring in or forbidding people from bringing in big large bags, right? And yeah, and so someone made a meme that um, Black Panther made two hundred and fifty million or however much it made uh, in sales, but only seventeen dollars at the concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "We need to change the rules." Yo. I'm not, yo. I snuck in through the bad movie. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yo, and what's even funnier is someone commented on it. It was like, "Who bought a diet coke?" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God! All right, so let's get back into this, y'all. Oh um, man! All right, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. But uh, again, if you haven't seen Black Panther, do it. Uh, Begrudgingly, have seen Black Panther, do it again. Uh, and then, if you have time, like maybe while you're watching um, the trailers, you can, uh, you know, <laughs> like just Wikipedia this if you really just want to know like Honestly, the basics of it. This but. is it doesn't like not only do we not need to do this episode, this episode just could be removed completely. Absolutely nothing happens in this. Yeah, and like I, I was telling Siege earlier, like this just feels like it's a it was like a growing pain script or something like this could have been any 90s sitcom like there was nothing special about this that had that boy meets world michael jacobs feeny taught me moment it was just like oh, yeah okay. i don't know who wrote whatever this episode, and i actually should have looked that up but like this episode is just not boy meets world at its finest it doesn't even feel like it's uh reflective of the first season um i'm sorry the first couple of episodes that we did this season it feels like a different show it does like, like don't get me wrong like you get a lot of jason marsden i'm not, I'm not gonna ever Yo, we're going to talk about Jason Marsden because he is a one in this episode. He is so oh, he good. Don't. He's he shines. He's the only thing that shines in this yes, episode. Yes, exactly. Actually, no. I, I actually think Morgan and Feeney have some great moments. Yeah, they but. do, but like not next to Jason. Jason, no, no, no. Like this isn't even about him, and this was Jason's episode. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to find that most episodes with Jason is Jason's episode. He's God, I just love him so much. I mean, I, we're going to keep keep going because, like, <laughs> all right. So tell me about it. The tell me about it of this episode, which I already have problems with, is like when Amy and Alan go out for the evening. Mister Feeney is unexpectedly called upon to police Corey and Eric's individual devilish schemes. Jeez, that's long. Um, yeah, it's very long. It's very long compared to what they usually write. And then also, it's another thing where it's just like a, I have problems with it because we use police, Corey, and Eric. I'm like, yo, they weren't even that bad. Like, devilish schemes. This is like the most basic of basic things. Yeah, like this is, I don't know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, 
like, if we want to is... do devilish schemes, let's go back to that uh, horse racing. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, they've Sean just blew up a federal mailbox, and we're talking about an R-rated movie as a devilish scheme? I don't exactly. think so. This is ridiculous. Um, so, just, and like, you know, honestly, it starts off right from the beginning, because in our opening scene, uh, Corey and Sean are in the cafeteria, and the opening scene itself is kind of short, and just kind of like gets directly... It's straight to the point. It's like, this is just setting up story. We're not even going to bother throwing jokes in this. We're just going to set up the story. Exactly. Um, and we learned that, you know, the parents are going to be out. Aaron's going to be on a date. They have their babysitter, Judy. Well, um, let's talk about that because the boys actually plan. They're like, hey, Judy's going to be the babysitter. Let's just body shame her and throw yes. her with self-loathing so she'll cry in the bathroom all night and we can watch this R-rated movie. I was like, what is this? These little... <laughs> now that is, if you want to talk about television schemes, let's talk about how they... Yeah, like tearing down this girl. And like Feeney talks shit about this girl later too. And I'm like, Jesus, girl, Judy can't catch a break. Yo, I felt so bad for Judy. And I was thinking, yo, I mean, this was right before we had Proactive. So girl was probably just... Yeah, I think this was even before all of those like Jennifer Love Hewitt, like clearing oh, clearasol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, why? Why was were teenagers and zit such a big deal in the nineties? I feel like I never see a commercial for this anymore. You want to know why? Because two things. One, that was when they had us eating all them happy meals and sugary yep. things. So we yep. had that wrong because of that. These kids these days, man, they on a juice cleanse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're right. They're gluten free. They're not getting any breakouts. Exactly. <laughs> so they they have that good skin. They have that glow. Oh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh my god <laughs> all right and then um yeah but they do all of that so they can watch i'm blowing up your head part six stumpy's revenge Corey's like uh, i thought stimpy died in the fifth one and sean's like yeah that's why he's coming back for revenge yeah no here's the thing out of like there are small things in this episode that are enjoyable and i do think that um all of the little scenes with Stumpy's revenge is is kind of funny. Like it's like it's so corny and cheesy, but like oh, I, I I I think you're giving this episode way too much credit. I think the boys are charming. Don't get me wrong, but this episode is garbage. No, 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 not the boys. I said the movie, like the little sound bites. From oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like that, you, that stuff was a little funny. You yeah. love bad movies, and I think you would watch. No, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> at, at one point, I even wrote that up. I was like, what the hell is this movie that they're watching? <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. Okay. Oh, man. We get our theme song, which I listened to the first time, but like I had to rewatch it uh, this episode when I was taking notes, and I did skip it once I uh, <laughs> when I was doing the second. Oh, episode. I mean, like I I heard it, but again, I I'm not. It's I go to another place. I go to a safe place. <laughs> I I have to. <laughs> like, and really? I can't wait. Like, I really hope that I'm accurate and that the theme changes in season two because if I have another season of this, <laughs> I'm gonna be Stump- Stumpy's Revenge. I'm gonna blow my own. Head up. <laughs> we have like four more episodes. I think you could do it. Yeah, this is the. You're right. That's a great point. We're on the fifth la- of the last episode, so there's only four more after this. So, <laughs> okay. In uh, our scene after the uh, theme song, uh, Eric and Corey are discussing Corey's plan to watch this R-rated movie, and um, 
it's just like again this is like they have this whole discussion on trust and eric says this thing of like don't do the crime if you can't do the time and i'm like well i well here's one thing we forgot to mention about stumpy's revenge is that Corey and sean have decided to hide it in a barney yeah uh, so that's the the extent of that scheme (laughs) um and uh, eric is like oh you know do you know why i'm going to get my license with uh jason and his brother and not dad because i've been putting money in the trust bank and even though i get caught every now and then it's only enough to let them know that they're still doing their job as parents yeah i still got this on lock exactly um, which to which Corey was like i never thought i'd say this but i can learn from you yeah <laughs> i mean and, and it's i guess it's true like eric hasn't gotten into any major trouble since we started like all of his his storyline is like girls girl related yes yeah so he hasn't really done anything to get in trouble yet um so yeah, I mean, obviously he's he's got this in the bag. He's going with Jason and Jason's brother, who we never meet ever in life. I don't know why he was thrown into that conversation. <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, maybe they were just like uh, Jason's supposed to be Eric's age, so he doesn't have a license yet either. That's the only way it probably would have worked out. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's why Jason wasn't driving. I mean yeah, that's that, exactly. this is the license to drive situation we're in. I do want to point out that, and I obviously I don't want to jump too far ahead, but this is something that you realize too um that when Corey gets his license down the road it ends up being a whole episode too and they're yeah. like we learn in that episode that alan has like he was really wanting to wake up Corey in the morning and go take him to go get his driver's license go have a big breakfast because apparently that's what alan did with eric although from this episode not right <laughs> well maybe well maybe he does it like the next time like next week when eric goes to get his license from like the actual like when it goes yeah. through I, yeah i guess so i mean they made it seem like it happened on eric's birthday but i mean yeah 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 i mean you're not wrong but then also they kind of do this a lot too where they make it clear that Corey is alan's favorite <laughs> and then eric's always like what about me and he's like Ugh. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we also learned we also learned that Eric and Jason already have dates that yeah. involve Eric getting a license prior to him getting the license. I just yeah. Yeah. I mean, from right, from right, this right. moment, I was just like, oh, I just saw this movie starring the Corys on Hulu last <laughs> week. Like, I don't need to watch this again. <laughs> it's like here's the thing. I can't even deny it because I did have a situation with my license where I was going on a date and I got a um. Like, I made an illegal U-turn, and the cops, like, came, and I didn't have my, like, yeah, I only had my learner's permit, not my license. Damn. And, yeah. Like, no, did, did no, did no black man call you Negro? Like, no. Did you not learn? So, <laughs> two things. One, uh, I got a white woman. Two. All right. I, we've talked about this. I was very fortunate, I guess, the way I presented I don't know. But, like, um... The cop, I was like, look, I cannot leave this car here. This is my mom's car. It is the only car. Um, You even having the goal to just even (laughs) ask for that. Like, I don't even understand that at all. Like, you like with the moment you said, like, hey, I was a young black man. I got pulled (laughs) over and I didn't have my license for whatever reason. I was like, oh, my God, is where's the story going? No, no. What happened? They just know they um, she gave me an escort back to my apartment. Wow. All right. Well, small town police. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, again, I'm looking back at it. I was like, that could have gone in several different ways, especially with tensions now. But yeah, I mean, thank God you weren't wearing a hood. 
I assume. Like. <laughs> That's the, you know what it was? It was the hoodie. It was it was the hoodie, and I had given up sweets, so I didn't have any Skittles. So that was uh, that's that. Apparently, I mean, you weren't looking for loose cigarettes or trying to get a mixtape out there either. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. Your boxes are checked. <laughs> that's so sad. Oh God, it's so. Yeah, I mean, literally, I I don't even sneeze around cops. I don't know what's gonna set them off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, especially now. I don't even know what to do. This is totally a side thing, but like, I honestly was like, if I got pulled over tomorrow, I have no idea how to react. And you know what? I do have to say, it is very comforting because all my life I've felt this, but I never knew that this was something that we all felt. That whenever I'm driving and I see a cop car, it might as well be like me in the ocean seeing like a shark's fin. Like it, it's the <laughs> same feeling of fear I get. Well, so what's sad? Well, not sad. I guess it's just real. Is like I never felt this way up until a few years ago. I never. So ever- was it? The all of the footage coming out that changed your mind on it? No, it was a. I, I told you the story about uh, the cop who handcuffed me for no reason. Uh, yeah, that did it once, and then honestly, I think last year uh, or the year before, yeah, with like Philando Castile and um, Philando Castile is the craziest. Yeah, but, like there's you know, just so that's... many things that happen. I was just like, all right, so yeah, just being outside near a, a cop as a black, yeah, doing is anything illegal. or nothing, <laughs> like, it doesn't breathe- matter. Heavy outside your nose, and now all of a sudden you're in handcuffs. So yeah, honestly, I don't know what to do anymore. Like if I were to get pulled over, I like my initial reaction is to film everything. Like just take my phone out immediately, go live stream to my mom, and and wait and see what happens. All right, what would you rather do? Would you rather get pulled over by a cop, or would you rather go to a high school in a concealed carry? <laughs> That is hard. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, no. Okay. So we're we're back in the house, and Jason and uh, is introduced, and this is the first time we see Jason like talking to the parents and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, so uh, yeah. So what happens is uh, Corey is actually doing his homework, and the parents are getting ready, and Allie and, and Amy, like you know, we find out about this real estate event that they're going to. Uh, Corey's kind of funny in this scene because Amy like, has a job. Unless you guys forgot, like I, yes. I understand why you would have forgotten, but Amy does. Work. <laughs> well, also with this, I have to say, Alan's like complaining about being bored at a real estate event, convention or event or whatever. He never does <laughs> anything for her. He, I'm like, yo, not only that, but uh, you work at a grocery store. Ain't nobody telling jokes over there. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, uh, what was it later on uh, in the episode? She says something to the effect of, like, oh, I'm always the one who has to, has to drive all the kids around because you're basically no help at all. Yeah, and that's what like, she says. And he's like, I but do something for this like go make her feel special on this night like do something yo i mean not even gonna lie her name is boo boom like that means she's doing all the work yes it is (laughs) amy puts in the time (laughs) (laughs) she's a lady in the streets and the freak in the bed you know i love it i love get you an amy that's all i'm saying Yo, that's yeah. I mean, I was gonna say like I grew up thinking Topanga was Bay, but I'm starting to switch my mind to Amy. Yo, yo, get you an Amy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hashtag that. Hashtag get you an Amy. But hashtag anyway, <laughs> so um, while this is happening, that was like one scene. It was like really quick in and out. Corey was funny. We learned about the family. Next scene is when Jason comes in and he's like. Eric is the only guy he knows who failed his driver's test before it even began. Um, which I have to admit, it's just like a 
The whole story of how Eric fails this test is just as stupid as it is unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it is. But then also I was like, it's not like the people who do the test are always in police uniforms or anything. So like, yeah, Jason does say that he's like, you know, police are the ones who give the uh, the, who give the test, not some guy holding a beer, which I was like, no, it could straight up be a guy uh, holding a beer. I wouldn't know any different. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what kind of tricks they're trying to throw at you on the DMV? You don't know. <laughs> Someone could just be like, hey, I've been drinking. Do you want to hold this beer? No. Oh, pass the test. You don't know. <laughs> I like it. Um, the phone rings and uh, Jason, like, it's Tracy. It's their dates for the night. And Jason just kills this. He's so good. Oh, the moment he answers the phone, he's giving me, like, Max talking to Roxanne vibes. Well, yo, like, like, look at his face even when the phone rings. He is acting. He's like, and he's so, just so much swagger. He's like, hey, baby. Yo, like, yo, 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 yo. do it the way he does it. Wait, because I, I, I wrote it down. Um, and if you want, we could play it. But I just like how he says it. He's like, oh, you bought a new dress. Oh, you hope it's not too short. Well, sweetheart, life can be too short, but dresses. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, I have so damn on smooth." Him. I am so like into this dude because he is just like he may be short and tiny, but he is suave. He's so suave, and he kind of um, he talks the way that like cool Urkel talks. You know, Stefan. Stefan. Like that's. Yeah, yeah, that's how Jason just talks to women. And I don't know where he gets this confidence it's from. It's just but, swagger. Yo, it's swagger, baby. He's rocking it. Swagger. Yo, I even like it. Um, so, I mean, because he goes back and, like, is kind of macking on Amy a little bit because he knows to get you an Amy. But uh, well, he, he kind of, like, flirts with Amy the way that, like, uh, like, a. Uh, like the slimy best friend always tries to stick like suck up to the parents to make themselves look yeah. good even though all yeah. the parents know they're a bad influence like that's yeah. what he's doing because he's definitely oh, he's the son to eric's Corey in this episode yeah well he is a terrible influence <laughs> oh a hundred in this episode he, he basically tells eric to commit a crime I mean, exactly everything that bad that happens to eric is because he lives to Jason. <laughs> yeah, especially this episode. It's really funny because uh, after they've convinced the girls that they're going to pick them up, despite not having a license, Eric's like, yo, um, I have to... Well, first of all, Eric's like, I can't do that. And Jason's like, of course not. I That's feel logic. awful lying to my parents. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he goes, you should definitely tell them. And tomorrow is the day to do it. <laughs> well, well, even to something to the effect of like... Uh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And Jason's like, all right, do you got that out of your system? And Eric's like, yeah, let's go do this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a little bit later, but you're right. Um, Anyway, yeah, this is when he growls at Amy. And Jason's just like, too young to be a mom, too pretty to be in real estate. Uh, (laughs) He knows what's up. Exactly. I'm just going to put this out there. I feel like Jason is the kind of... uh, dude who's like now banging all the neighborhood moms you know what i mean (laughs) yeah he was the kind of like sexy that like people didn't like how ducky is sexy and pretty and pink but like just like no one quite understood what to do with it at the time yeah he's a little i was saying like he's unassuming like he's one of those people where it's like most people oh you're trying to say that like i see i was trying to say that he wasn't appreciated but you're trying to say that like no he is just on the low charming. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I was saying that, like, now I feel like, like, right now, Jason's character, if it's like a character in this TV show, is boning all the moms in his neighborhood. 
That's all. Yeah, I, I totally buy that for his character based on like the two episodes I've seen him in. Exactly. Um, anyway, so because he he is just as like obsessed with chasing chasing skirts as Eric is for oh, yeah. whatever reason. Both I mean, of them like, are just this pure is form. all they know how to write for. Apparently, all they know how to write for is yeah, it's, it's teenage voice. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I kind of, I'm excited for them to get to dumb Eric because this yeah. dating Eric is just like boring. Yeah, I agree. It's not. It's like it's one note. It's one girl after the other. Like I don't even care anymore. Like what his love life does. I'm just like whatever. She's, exactly. There'll be another one in the next episode. So anyway, what they do is Alan's like, look, thank you for. Um, I'm happy for you passing your uh, driver's test. Here are the keys to the car. Enjoy yourself tonight. Um, Did you not think it was odd that Alan didn't ask to see Eric's driver's license? That's a good point. I didn't think about it, but that's a very because the first thing I did when I got my license is my like people wanted to see it. They wanted to see my picture. Like Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually I didn't think about it. Um, and if anything, I would say that they uh, you know were too busy getting dressed but yeah no, no i would say this is partly alan's fault for not checking eric's license before he gave him the car that that's a very this good point falls on that's a good entirely. part that's I'm, I'm not even gonna argue with you um the only stipulation uh for him before he goes out is he has to wait until judy comes um before he leaves then all of a sudden judy calls and says that she's not coming so they got to find an alternative babysitter and i was kind of wondering what they judy, would do judy couldn't come because of a face emergency <laughs> they've been giving this girl a so skin much condition because of her acne a skin condition and even like so later on because what they do is they decide to like go to feeny and ask well they're like hey we need another babysitter and we need one in 10 minutes and then they look over and they see feeny and what i actually thought when i was watching this i was just like well feeny's at his uh in his garden at the fence and eric approaches him and i was like man i really hope i hear a feeny call right now and i just nah. didn't and it was so unsatisfying we're way I too early too for a feeny call but still i was just like man that's a prime moment for like even yeah. like the early beginnings of a feeny call yeah that like, would have hey, been Mr. a good feeny feeny call. super regular yeah yeah that would have been a good feeny call so feeny um you know decides to babysit um which leads us to our next scene well he decides to babysit after eric decides to uh lay manure in feeny's yard for four weeks eric no two weeks feeny five weeks eric sold <laughs> Look, you trying to get through this episode or not? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, as we're talking about it, I'm remembering all the dumb little. No, no, no. You're right. That was really funny. And I even made note. So I was like, I assumed like uh, you would like call that one out. Uh, but at the exact same time, I was like, yo, I'm trying to get through this. But yeah, I'm, you're right. Yeah, this I'm episode is This episode ain't shit. Good. I don't know why we're trying to make it something out of it. <laughs> Um, all right, so Morgan's like being cute and having a little tea party, and I also think this this is very funny because of the fact that um, uh, Feeny to me he's like trying to negotiate with Morgan and stuff. But Whoa, I'm- you're you're glossing over the bigger thing that you're forgetting to for the people who won't watch this, and we hope that you won't. Um, Feeny is dressed in full costume jewelry, um, yeah, earrings, like like. Like Madonna level necklaces, like stacked <laughs> on top of each other. Exactly, um, and the earrings, and, I, and then the, and, and Morgan is like, pouting uh, about him not wearing a hat. Yeah, exactly. He is really upset over it. But my whole thing was like Feeny is like trying to reason with her 
Um, and she just plays like the cute little girl card. And it just makes me think that Feeny's, Feeny, well, it's a fake cry. And, and Feeny knows a fake, uh, but he calls Corey out on it all the time. But I just yeah. think he's not used to dealing with this young of children. Like he's used to like Corey's age and above. I, you know what? I don't really know about what they're trying to set up there. I thought the two, these, they were very cute together. Um, I also love that Morgan does her typical thing where she knows the power that she has in, the, yeah. in, a, in any relationship and she uses like her, you know, little girl powers to get what she wants. So I always think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, this has this ain't shit. This has nothing to do with the story. I don't really care. Well, this whatever. whole scene doesn't kind of like it kind of doesn't even make sense because. Corey and Sean are watching TV literally maybe five this feet away. This drove me up the damn wall. I oh, couldn't I'm... believe that they were doing this. I You could have right, put go... you could have put um Feeney and Morgan in the kitchen and the boys in the other room and it would have made way more sense. It made okay, so what we're <laughs> what we're talking about is all right, so Sean and have this plan to watch this R-rated movie, Stumpy's Revenge. Uh, I I blew up your head six, I believe yep. it is. Um, and so their plan is like, oh, we're going to watch it. And every time Feeney comes by, we're going to flip to a nature documentary. Feeney and Morgan are in the same room. They're in the living room, like right next to the couch. Yes. The boys are watching this R-rated movie. No way Feeney is that dumb. Exactly. No way. It's not even that he's that dumb. It's like it's not – no one's that deaf. It's just like <laughs> – it's like a, Corey has a TV in his room. Yes. What are they even doing? That's what I was saying. Oh, my God. It just makes no sense. It makes oh, no man. sense. And it just drove me crazy. I was just like, oh, this is so lazy. This is yeah. such lazy writing. They needed this an is... episode. They were like, look, we got to do one more. We're they, not even it gonna... felt like yeah. they turned this out in like five, like, because they didn't even, like, what are the, what, what who yeah. would buy this? Exactly. Exactly. There was no, like, this was somebody's practice episode. I actually got mad when I saw that. I was like, man, this is, this is just bad this is not exactly. good at all so um just to let you guys know um in in the show Corey and sean are watching it they're switching back between this caribou nature documentary and the movie uh which is important just because the caribou part is uh they keep coming back to um it is and, really interesting how they have this uh dynamic where the boys are watching a nature documentary and getting grossed out but watching a horror movie and being like oh that's cool even though like the the grossness levels are similar i would imagine um it was that was that was just a cool little like I don't know what they were trying to say with that, but it seemed like they were trying to say something. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I don't know if they were trying to say anything, but that is, I do like those parallels. Like, yeah. again, if they had even pointed that out, that would have been uh, better. <laughs> Made this episode something worth yeah, talking exactly. about. <laughs> but they just don't. I mean, we'll, we'll get there eventually. But anyway, um, while they're doing this, uh, the, I just wanted to see some of the quotes from that movie. Again, it's just like a... Oh, they, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Okay, college girl in the shower. It's just like like, they're just like it's describing it, and you could again. Not only is it violence, but it's violence all towards women. Like the next scene we hear is all right, buxom night nurse, (laughs) and she's like, not the crossbow, and it's just like all of it is just like violence towards women. It's crazy. It's and it's great too because like all right this this stupid ass movie all right it's a Jason type character obviously named Stumpy who's just blowing up 
seemingly naked women's heads yeah. with Feeney in the same room, mind you. Yeah. Not even he's not even facing the door. He's facing the TV where the I can't. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're you know, watching. The boys are on the edge of their seat watching. They can't get enough of Stumpy blowing up these heads. Uh, yeah, and I, I, again, I, as I said earlier, I would watch this movie. I mean, like, it just seems so terribly done. It seems um, better than watching this episode. <laughs> it seems like a sci-fi movie. If I if we had the choice, I I would prefer to watch Stumpy's Revenge, <laughs> I, a full ninety minutes movie. I would prefer <laughs> than this. Um, okay, so um, also this is a complete uh, side note as well. But have you ever seen? Um, you've seen Big Mouth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in Big Mouth, there's that video game, um, Vatican Hooker Killer or something like that. Uh, yes, and it just reminded me of this. It's like uh, you got, you got to, uh, uh, you got to get our soul. You got to get our soul. It's just like it's like it's so crazy. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Well, let's talk about this because it does lead into the next scene. The boys are there and they're like, oh, we're having a great time watching this R-rated movie. And Sean's like, I wonder what Eric's doing. And then Corey's like, oh, Eric, he's like the king of having fun or whatever. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he goes, he goes like, yeah, he goes, uh, I wonder if Eric's having a good time. And Corey's like, of course he's having uh, a fun. This is what he's best at. And the very next card flip, of course, is Eric begging for the car. Um from an impound lot. And so there was a few things about this that I thought of. One, it's kind of your fault because everything was telling you not to go. Not only did you not get your license, but then Judy called and was like, I can't come. So everything was saying, don't do it. And you did That is a good point. Like there was (laughs) nothing that was like, like he should have called it quits after like the license thing. But you're right. He had time after time. He had like, like life gave him the opportunity to not, make this choice and he was like fuck it i'm going yeah, exactly so um the after the commercial because we got a little commercial break we come back and the girls oh oh we're introduced wait, wait. to the girls yeah the same girls that were the shitty girls from the model behavior episode where they oh, were at the really mall. the same exact girl oh god because kelly These packard is there again and i was These like are- yo terrible girls they're awful they're the worst like and the first thing i wrote was i was like oh they're just like either really bad at writing women or they're these women are just meant to be the worst piece of crap people in the world they're just made to be the worst people because we know they can write women they are doing a killer job with amy and topanga is awesome but like yeah this they're like like as eric is negotiating kelly packard's on the phone and he's she's like uh oh i have a junior with a camaro yo, on the she line. doesn't even like, say his name like they, it's not even like a oh Joey it doesn't matter is on his way he's yeah a junior and it's a camaro and it's like well first of all where does junior get this camera i need to hang out with this kid <laughs> secondly why why are they on the date with with eric and like it doesn't seem like they care who they date they don't that's kind of like what they allude to is that these girls don't care at all um and it is it is kind of like just they're just i mean they're bitches these are bitches. well yeah i mean well going to this next part of the scene because their bitchness really is highlighted i think oh here. yeah well because what happens is Eric very rightfully calls them out. He's like, yo, you guys are shallow and you know what? You only use people and I don't need you. We don't need you. Um, and 
that's when the girls go. First of all, they do something. I was like, if you knew you could do this, why didn't you do it earlier? Yeah. And they're, then, they're like, oh, we're just going to throw pussy at this guy until <laughs> he decides to give you the car back. All right. And so wait, 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 wait. Just so like we're clear. The guy is at the impound lot. There's this big hulk of a dude. Uh, and he's the one who's giving Eric a hard time. Basically, the you dude, know what he reminds me of? Remember when Carlton got arrested and that yeah, guy in the prison yeah. was singing Let My People Go? Exactly. Like, that's yep. what this guy reminds me yep, of. That's kind of what he looks like just with a mullet and um the the guy i mean he's doing his job to be fair he's like uh i need an address to match uh on a driver's license to match the one on the registration and then i can give you the car um but we know that eric doesn't have that because he doesn't have a license so that's why we're in this situation in the first place so as you yeah, and saying, they're, they're trying to convince this guy, I guess, that Eric left his license at home. Exactly. But, um, and the girls, yeah. like, they, what they do is they, as you said, they throw pussy at him. I was like, yo, these are teenage girls, and this is a grown-ass man. And um, he, yeah, he's eating it up. And it's like, it's just like a, that's, I hate things that do that. I hate shows that like show teenagers using their sexuality towards adults. Like, I don't mind if you have a teenager rubbing up against another teenager, because that's teenagers. But like, whenever you have like a teenage girl flirting with an older dude in a TV show. I just don't feel like they even know what they're doing. Like, yeah, it's just, it's weird and creepy. I never like it. Um, But anyway, this dude's name is Tony, Tony with a Y. Because there's so many Tonys with an I out (laughs) there. Exactly. Um, and the girls kind of flirt with him and he gives them what they need to get the car out of the impound lot. Um, but yeah, then, real fast. He's just like, oh, just let me, you only need the one car. Yeah. And they even say something to the effect of like, oh yeah, we have to go, you know, we, we don't want, our parents will be so worried if we get home late, but we'll come back and see you, Tony, with a Y. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. Our parents uh, would be so upset if we miss curfew, how are you going to tease someone by proving that you're underage? Like, it's just like, it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> Ooh, creepo. I do not like it. <laughs> yeah. But then um, after the girls get it, this is when their bitchiness really comes out. The girl's like, oh, but you said you didn't need us. And she rips the paper up right in front of them and i was like so y'all didn't even have to do that like there was no reason to do all that i saw that and i I went like oh if he just needs to show this paper to someone why can't he just like be like hey the paper ripped by accident like why couldn't he still use it (laughs) because that's logic and we ain't yeah that's that we don't want to introduce logic until this bonkers episode (laughs) exactly um so anyway the girls leave to go with the junior and as soon as they leave feeney shows up and uh you know almost right away yeah almost it's like in and out um and feeney tries to help get the car back i'm just rushing through this because it's really not important feeney tries to get the car back but tony would wise like no license no car he also makes fun of feeney for wearing earrings that is true there's a little homophobia in there but we ain't gonna go down that road and <laughs> Feeney says that he'll uh, go get Eric's ID, but then that's when Sean realizes that Eric oh, doesn't have an ID. <laughs> this whole this whole thing of just like like the entire time I'm like, yeah, he doesn't have a license. Like it's so obvious he doesn't have a license. Why else would Feeney even be down there? If I I don't know. I just I the like even when the like the parents were gonna finally confront i was like i don't even care like this is such small potatoes compared to blowing up a federal mailbox you can't show us that and then show us this itty bitty thing and have us care this much about it it just doesn't work 
No, I agree. That's what my whole complaint was. I was like, this this episode does not make sense. Kind Maybe of. space it out between the last between the the yeah. bomb episode. Like space it out, and then maybe I'd care more. But uh, coming right back from that, yeah, back to awful. back, it was just it just didn't make sense. And you know what? We also have just Wakanda greatness on our shoulders. Yeah, like we we've, we've just been exposed to actual art. So like putting up <laughs> like chewing this bullshit does not taste good at all. No, no, no. All right, so. Anyway, just to kind of move the story along again, um, and I want to assure you guys, we're not skipping anything. It's just like, honestly, this is all that there is. This is a, this basic of an episode. There's not even, uh, like, I guess the, the B story is the boys watching the thing. The C story would be Al and Amy, but we don't ever see them outside of the exactly. house of the parents. Um, like, in the next In this next scene, um, back at the Matthews place, uh, Feeney sends Morgan to bed and Eric to his room. And Eric, yo, I had to admit, Eric got on my nerves at this point because Eric tries to retort uh, when Feeney says, go to your room. He's like, just because you were my sixth grade teacher doesn't mean you can tell me what to do. And I was like, bitch, after I just went down to the end. Yeah, I just brought you home. <laughs> like, I just did you a favor. I'm babysitting without getting paid, by the way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, are you kidding me? Again, this is where we like, Negro. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's where you throw in a Negro. That's when one is deserved. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, Eric goes up to his room because Feeney like, gets mad serious. And that's when Feeney catches Corey and Sean watching um, Stumpy's room. This, this drove me crazy, too. Because at least in the other scene, the boys had the good sense to change the channel whenever they felt Feeney was... Feeney's full on watching it next to them and they don't even care. Exactly. This is it's just lazily done. It's just lazily done. Because oh it just my god. Like just drove me crazy. Like the logic. I was just like, this is this is And then they do like this faux looking for the remote thing, and like that doesn't work. Um so eventually They just got home, by the way. They immediately <laughs> turned that movie back on. They were, They've been home for two minutes. They turned the movie on and then like, oh, Feeney's in the room. Is that a problem? No, it wasn't a problem earlier. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just uh, they get caught. Feeney, of course, takes the uh, video. I have to say, he takes the video, the cassette tape, mind you, out of the VCR. Uh, <laughs> those words haven't been said in quite some time. But he takes yeah. the cassette tape out of the VCR and he ruins the tape, which is also something that used to happen. For those who don't know, uh, VHS is like a black box, a little black box <laughs> that had rolled up film in it. And if you expose the film to light, it would ruin the film. Yep. <laughs> expose the film to light. And I just so felt that was worth explaining because... A lot of people don't know what VHSs are anymore. Yeah, no, honestly, trying to describe a VHS tape, even like a CD-ROM, I was like, oh, everything streams. How do you explain to someone that you used to have to have like a box tape? <laughs> Yo, you know what I, I, you know what I actually thought was pretty badass, like floppy disks. I always thought floppy disks were really cool. <laughs> you thought floppy disks? No one thought floppy disks were cool. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. To me, they just seemed like such like like movie computers. You know what I mean? Like when you, I like you watch, you watch like Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or blank check or whatever. Like they always had like a cool floppy disk that like made shit go like. Yeah, you you're right. That floppy, <laughs> the floppy disk used to be like the floppy disk is what now the USB was. You know what I mean? Like, well, and then, but that was before you even understood. Like, I, as a kid in the '90s, and computers are just like I didn't really even understood what computers did at that point. But I just knew whenever you put a floppy disk in, like 
that handled shit. That's and what I'm like, saying. Like, uh, like the floppy disk was what the USB is because, like, in movies now, if they're downloading some code or if they're, you know, like doing some things, you have that little USB that you plug in. It's really small, and like the whole movie is now saved because you had it. And that's what the floppy disk was. You used to have to put it in, and like in the '90s, they'd have you type in like two or three words because that's all you could see on screen uh, and and you know the day was saved or it was like a cool program or like new sounds for like an old keyboard like it was just it could have been anything <laughs> R.I.P. the floppy disk uh, R.I.P. pour one out Okay. Pour one out, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, Corey, of course, finds out it's rated R. Not Corey, uh, Feeney finds out it's rated R. He, um, you know, he has like a little... He witnessed a woman's head get explode, like explode. Yeah, yeah he did. And, and he, he, you know, he calls it trash, which it is. There's no denying it. Um, and then so the boys are kind of in trouble. So anyway, the next scene, uh, the Matthews come home and they notice that Feeney's here and Amy's like, uh, Feeney, you're not supposed to be here. What's going on? And he explains that, you know, I was babysitting your kids. I'm filling in for you and you got badass kids. You got baby's kids. <laughs> Let's talk about this real fast because one, they for sure have baby's kids. <laughs> Two, we need to watch Bebe's kids. It's been too long. Wow, dude, thanks for that. No, no, dude. They don't have die. They seen, multiply. Have you seen um, Bebe's kids? It's been a minute. terrible movie. Absolutely. Ter- I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's still fun. Oh, it's I'm not surprised kids. at all that that movie doesn't age well. I think that's partly why I want to watch it. Um, it is so ghetto. So who's – where do we even begin with this? Because – at no point do, does Alan or Amy, they're like, oh, George, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting. I was waiting for you to talk because I wanted to get into the fact that, like, even later on, Feeney's like, no tip. No. I mean, yes, I came. I watched your kids. These are also, your babies. <laughs> but at the same time, where's that point where Feeney's like, hey, um, I tried to call you guys to let you know what was going on. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I mean, like, to be fair, like, they didn't have cell phones. They're chastising Corey and Eric about being irresponsible, but I feel like every adult in this episode was irresponsible at some point, whether it was Alan giving the keys to Eric without, you know, figuring out if he had a license or not, you know, Corey, uh, Feeney not contacting the parents, the parents not thanking um, Feeney. Like there was just so much like, I don't know. Like I didn't care about anybody in this episode other than Jason. (laughs) Yeah, and Jason is, like, the one for this episode. I will say that I'm a little bit more lenient because we live in a time where phones are easy, and I do remember, like, I don't know if we've ever seen a, uh answering machine in the Matthews place yet. So I feel like the idea of, like, not being able to get in contact with them. Um, oh, you think they, they were going to leave the kids with a babysitter and not leave a number? No. No, that's Come a very on. good point. I mean, the not leave a number is a very good point. Um, but, uh, you know... Who knows? But also, you know, I don't know. I think I'm just giving Feeney the benefit of the doubt because I think that he knew he was covering for Eric. So, you know, like they would have asked questions and all this other stuff. You're giving this episode the benefit of the doubt. They didn't think about any of this. I Well, I also you. think your critique was a little overthinking it. But <laughs> um, you're right. You're right. Let's just move forward. Um, yeah. Anyway, they come. They're ungrateful. Uh, <laughs> um, and then so like they are all on Corey. My problem with this scene uh for those who haven't watched it, is Alan and Amy are really down on Corey for watching this trash already movie. And 
My whole thing is they really do treat this on the same level as Eric's thing. And they are not the same level. Not at all. They're all over the place with punishments. Like, they, they even just... get the same punishment. Yeah, no way is that the same punishment. Yeah, two weeks of being grounded. Uh, why? Because I watched an R-rated movie, but my brother drove without a license and then got the car impounded. Well, I will say that Eric's punishment is extended beyond the two weeks. That is but... a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> But he was going to have that punishment anyway. Um, yeah. So, but, and what we're talking about with punishment is that what at first happens is Alan, when he hears about um, Eric getting the car impounded and not having his license, he's like upset. And he's like, you're going to get your license so I can take it away from you because you're not going to drive ever again. And while he's yelling, Amy's like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk for a moment. And I like this because... Again, they show how great Amy is because Alan goes, are you undermining my authority? And she responds, would I do that in front of the children? And I was like, yes, good for you, Amy, because she's like, no, I'm not calling you out, but we going to talk. Yeah, like this is I mean, Amy is the smarter of the two. And yeah. like every every time that like it comes time to make a parenting decision, she's the one who really comes up with the better ideas. Yeah. And then also, so what happens with her is she points out that Alan's like trying to take away Eric's license, but um, she is the one who needs Eric to have a license. Yeah, because she's like, yo, Alan, you don't do shit. I'm constantly (laughs) the one having to drive these kids around. I'm sick of it. This guy needs a license so I can be left the hell alone. Yep, that's a, that's basically what she says. And, um, you know, and she makes a very valid point. So because of that, they go back up to the boys who are in their room and they both are just like, again, it doesn't make sense. But they're like, this is the worst thing. We're going to be killed. And last week we saw Sean do Sean something ridiculously four crazy. four weeks <laughs> grounding for blowing up a federal mailbox. These boys get two weeks grounding. <laughs> For watching an R-rated movie, I don't buy that. At exactly, all. that's what I'm saying. It just makes it makes no sense. Um, but anyway, the whole punishment for Eric is that he, for the next however long, is going to get his license, and then he is responsible for being the family chauffeur. And then Corey has to watch the Caribou documentary uh, going forward. Which I was like, how long is this documentary? Yeah, and are there a better things he can learn about? Because it seems like he doesn't have a firm grasp on basic stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, we totally forgot this because we were just kind of rushing through. But there's a scene where uh, the parents come home and Corey's like, yeah, Feeney broke my tape. And everyone's like, what? Why'd you even say that? <laughs> like, way to bring it up. They knew nothing Yeah, why are you it. trying to bring attention to the thing you're in trouble for? Like... <laughs> Whenever I got in trouble, like I would never, I would, I would just be quiet, and I would hope my parents would forget about it. Like that's well, just every parent does that, and I just remember my mom always being like, "Why are you so quiet?" Oh, thank you for reminding me. You know, it was just like, a, yeah, she's like, "Cause I had forgot, but you were too good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that. I kid you not, everyone. That is the that's, episode. That's the that's the episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's the episode. That's um, the, like, there's the epilogue is just like. Amy, like, oh, do I want to, you know, read my book or do I want to take a bath while Eric is, like, being jumped by Morgan and Corey? Like, you got to take me here. You got to take me there. You got to take me. And that's just, the episode just sort of ends. And it's just. (laughs) 
I mean, my only note on the epilogue was that in this particular scene, Amy actually does look and sound like Morgan. So it's like you could see where Morgan gets it from. Uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's just last two segments. Feeny Tommy, what did you learn? I didn't learn the damn thing. I don't think the kids did either. Damn thing. I don't think anybody learned anything. We learned that this episode was trash. (laughs) Every lesson that the kids learn has been learned in some extent in another episode already. Yeah, exactly. Um, So sorry, you guys. Feeney taught me, uh, if anything, to get it in writing because these people don't know how to appreciate neighborly goodness. I mean, like, I guess, like, honestly, like, the true lesson is, like, don't drive without a license and don't watch R-rated movies. Like, I honestly don't know what the lesson would be outside of that. Yeah, that's it. Or, um, it's not even – or maybe don't try to scheme your parents because they do talk about, like, they're, like, oh, like, our schemes were so bad and my scheme versus your schemes. It's very scheme-heavy, this episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, so – that's the Feeny Tommy and then grades. What grade did you give this? Giving this episode an F, bro. Oh, you're giving it a straight up F. I'm giving it a straight up F. I'm wow. I'm I'm sorry. The last episode was too good to throw this on us. Like ease us back into some crap. I'm giving this episode an F straight up. It's Buzzkill didn't get an F. No one nothing <laughs> about this episode is significant. It doesn't even feel like a Boy Meets World episode. Every character has a little less charm than they've had in every other one. I, I will. Nope. I mean, uh, here's the thing. You know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with my grade, which was a D, but I gave it a D because of Jason. Jason is like good enough to like get it that extra credit points that Jason is great. But at the same time, I wouldn't be like, oh, you should watch this episode specifically because Jason. Oh, no, no, not at all. good in good episodes. There's no reason for anyone to watch this. No, but I'm just saying that, like, if if they take out Jason in this episode and there's really no reason. Yeah, then that's just an unwatchable. Like, that's just like a a straight up. I I mean, I I don't know if there's I guess F is pretty intense, but I don't I don't know, man. This is this episode made me mad. Yeah, no. All right, you guys. So tell us your thoughts. Uh, A a lot of you have been reaching out. We really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for um, listening to us this long. Uh, We only have four more episodes of this season. Then we're going to do uh, a season cap episode. And we're super excited to end the season, guys. There's just lost so much to discuss so much on the horizon. Yeah, so exactly. Um, so uh, thank you guys again for listening to Brown Meets World. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Comment. Uh, comment. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. A lot of you have been reaching out through Instagram. I appreciate it. And uh, again, that's all at Brum Meets World. Uh, or email us at Brum Meets World at Gmail. You can find me on Twitter at Extra Siege. That's X-T-R-A-C-E-E-J. Uh, where are you at, T? Uh, Wakanda. You can find me (laughs) 
in the nation of Wakanda. <laughs> Yo, I actually kid you not. Right now, I'm looking at this um, this meme that's like, get ready, because in uh, ten years, y'all gonna have a Wakandre, Wakandria. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. The the, the actual promised land. That's where you'll find me. You are going to get all those names in your classroom in like five (laughs) years. Okay. So, um, sorry. Thank you again for listening to us. Uh, Remember to dream, try, and do good. Do great, guys. Do do wonderfully. Do Black Panther at the box office good. That's right. Do us do us right. Do, <laughs> do us right. That's what you need to do. Dream try and then do us right. All right, later, bros. Later, bro.